0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Work for Games Dev and Tech Podcast. My name is Aaron Billings. I'm a software engineer in Atlanta, Georgia. And with me today is Karens Wright. He is a technical product manager in Atlanta, Georgia as well. And uh, today we're going to be talking about an interesting topic, one that I think is probably on everybody's mind especially today, uh, how to actually break into tech. So this is going to be a really, really interesting topic. What do you think about that, uh, Karens?
1: Man, it's it's not only interesting, but it is absolutely on fire right now because I think, isn't there a saying out there, learn the code? I think you should learn the code. Or (laughs) Mm -hmm. it seems like there's a saying out there or something. And so man it's we got to talk about this because the masses are thinking about this each and every day
0: oh yeah oh yeah it's uh it's super important i think uh, especially if you're trying to increase your income, right? Um, it's a great way to increase your income. It's a great way to learn a new skill, um, something that's gonna continue to be in use for years and years to come uh, getting into tech and coding. So we're gonna talk about a couple things today. So we're gonna talk about the different paths that you can go down. So self-taught versus bootcamp versus college, some of the myths around self-taught, some of the myths around boot camps. and then also some of the myths around um, going to college and then we'll we'll wrap up. And we'll probably have a part two to this as well on actually how to get a job after you learn. So we can kind of kick it off. So um, I went the self-taught route. Um, What uh, route did you go down to break into tech?
1: I went down is man, now that I think about it, it was all avenues, but I had the formal college education, a little bit of the self-taught, and I actually had a boot camp as well. I think I almost hit every peg on that
0: board. Mm. (laughs) Nice. So that's good. So, you know, we can have a really really good discussion about it. I I know that um, I went to uh, a small little boot camp. Uh, I guess you can call it boot camp, but it's mostly self-taught. And I know one of the... um, misconceptions i think uh with folks that are self-taught is like oh you can't get a job um you know if you go the self-taught route you have to go to boot camp because uh, you have to go to boot camp or college because if you do self-taught route you can't get a job you can't work in the industry and that's just flat out false um you know i'm self-taught uh, mostly and there's a lot of other devs that i know that are self-taught and i work with them on a daily basis uh, and one of the things that I think, um, you know, being self-taught can help you is uh, just like going the college route. College kind of teaches you how to learn. Being self-taught teaches you how to learn, teaches you how to search for things. Because uh, I'm sure that you already know this, Karens, uh, but for our listeners, um, when you become a dev or you're in tech, most of your day is just Googling stuff. <laughs> That's right. all you're yeah, doing all day.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: So it's not like we're doing anything special. Uh, The only thing that separates those who are, uh, who code versus those that don't is that we just know what to Google. (laughs) That's it. (laughs)
1: That's a good way to put it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Um, So when you think about like that, it's not, it's not too scary. Now um, that's not to say that there isn't uh, some things that you need to do with self-taught, right? You're going to have to create a plan, right? So, how, how does one go about the self-taught route? So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, well, I want to be self-taught. I know that it's less expensive. Um, I don't have the money for college. I don't have the money for boot camp. I want to get into tech. Um, what do you think uh, would be the first thing they need to do, Karens? Uh,
1: um, well, one of the first things to do is I would say I made this mistake, but sometimes So I always compare it to construction. I always like it, to me, It just, it's a natural comparison, but you may hear somebody say, I love working with my hands. I want to go into construction. Well, you know, Mm -hmm. under the umbrella of instruction, there's painting, sheetrock, concrete, demolition, finishing, and the list goes on. And so you have to determine what it is that you want to do because that can determine how much training you need, which route to take, because you could find yourself taking, man, you know, I don't want to discourage someone from four years of formal education, but that what you may be really interested in, it may not require that amount of training, if that makes any sense. And then Mm. there may be something we're going to talk about this a little bit later but there may be something you're interested in and you go look at one of the myths out there and someone may say all it takes is two weeks of this boot camp and you'll know it and uh, that's not really what it's going to take and so I would say one of the first things to do is really narrow down as best as you can what it is you're interested in what what type of work and in the world of tech really interests you and really speaks to you almost to the point where you would do it for free and then after that look around you you know that's when you have to get into the whole Google part of it and look man I would even say social media just go out there Mm -hmm. look at information on look up individuals who are Let's just, for example, let's just use user experience, user interface, UX UI. When you're designing mock-ups and creating designs for websites or applications, let's say you're really interested in that, maybe going out to LinkedIn, attaching yourself to or connecting to individuals in this line of work, and maybe looking for a common thread to see how a lot of people got in, how they got into their job, Mm -hmm. and then you know just doing your research also on the programs for boot camp uh self-taught the college Um, i myself would say and i want to get your thoughts on this and i mm -hmm. would say no matter what you choose it could be a boot camp or college i would say that teaching yourself should probably be included no matter what you decide how do you feel about it
0: yeah i i would agree with that um I think that's the most important thing, right? Because even if you go to college or you go to a boot camp, um, those are only going to take you so far. And most of those are designed to kind of do what self-taught is going to do anyway. Like you go to a college, they're basically kind of teaching you how to teach yourself how to learn, right? They're giving you a plan. You're saying this is what you need to do. Um, you're going to go through this. This is how you learn this stuff, right? Right. Um, and they can't put the information in your mind, right? You still have to teach yourself how to actually do the stuff, even though you have an instructor. Same thing with boot camp. You have to go to the boot camp, you have to sit down, you have to pay attention, and you're gonna have to do work outside of the boot camp too. So when you get home, you're gonna have to reinforce the things that you learn by practicing, by you know, coding all the time. You're gonna have to do a lot of stuff. So um I, my kind of journey was to kind of do what you're saying, right? Kind of research what I actually wanted to do. Uh, And I wanted to code stuff. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be uh, a programmer. I wanted to be a software uh, developer and I wanted to program stuff, but I didn't know kind of what language I wanted to go down. So I did start out with Python and starting out, that was a little bit difficult for me. So, I pivoted to JavaScript and I said, Oh, this is good. Um, sometimes you may find a language that just kind of speaks to you, and JavaScript spoke to me. Um, and that's, I was off to the races. Uh, I said, Wow, this, this kind of speaks to me. I kind of understand this a little bit better. Um, it kind of feels a little bit better to me. You know, now um, I write in Python and Ruby and all different languages. But um, starting out the self taught route, I think, uh, like you said, Having a plan and figuring out what you want to do helps you immensely because then you can figure out, okay, so how do I get from not knowing anything to my goal, right? And then you can create yourself a goal or you can look at other uh, resources online that kind of help you through that. They're not boot camps per se, but they are courses that can guide you through it. So um, I kind of liken a boot camp to someone taking your hand and kind of leading you through stuff. And then with a self-taught, you can kind of get just a paved path. You have to walk down it, but they've kind of given you the paved path and then um, I kind of think of college of, like, <laughs> you being, like, having all the stuff. You got the paved path. You got a person that's right there with you, uh, you know, and you got people behind you saying, yeah, this is the way you got to go. Go ahead and, and, and walk down it, right? Uh, so sometimes self-talk can be a little bit scary. Um, and, you know, if if you determine, hey, I don't have the motivation to do self uh, I know that I'm not going <laughs> to... Put down the time to actually <laughs> learn this stuff. The self-taught probably not for you, right? So if you uh, struggle with constant, uh, you know, motivation isn't constant, of course, as we all know. But if if, if you say, "Well, I'm going to need some push me," then a boot camp or college is probably going to be the thing that you want to go. So um, boot camps, right? So we kind of go to uh, boot camps. What are some of the myths around boot camps that you've heard?
1: You know, one of the things it, so one of the first things is just the something that stood out to me, I would say it when it comes to demand and salary that oftentimes especially the salary part
0: mm.
1: it oftentimes just depends on the company and the industry and the thing that I've noticed with a lot of boot camps that will suck you in, they will make mention that, say, if you have a bootcamp that teaches Python, JavaScript, Ruby, or that it just may have a bootcamp that has a broad, maybe a broad study course over data science or at web development, they will make statements such as most web developers will, they start at this salary. Most data scientists start at this salary. And it still depends, I I would say, a lot of those figures that they throw out, they are, it's a little bit of myth. In the end, also the statement of once you leave our boot camp, some boot bootcamps, they almost make the statement to the effect of, you're going to know everything you need to know about this when you finish up this four to six months of training. And so I would say to, to me, in my, my opinion, these are just my thoughts. I feel like those are two big myths because you have individuals that will on the outside, when they're trying to decide on what to what to learn, they may just make they may make this mistake of just looking at the figures, and so mm-hmm. you may see something that says, you know, I don't know, a data scientist. Most data scientists start at one hundred and twenty thousand a year, and so okay, you may have organizations out there that are willing to pay someone that amount of money but oftentimes they're referring to someone with a decent amount of experience not someone mm-hmm. that's just coming first out of the boot camp and then the statement of when you leave our boot camp you're going to basically know There, in so many words they're saying you're going to know everything that needs to, that you need to know about this and Really and truly I feel like boot camps help you just they help you to get the the basics and the hands-on basics of the field of study, but you're not going to really gain the bulk of your experience until you start going into the work, until you get out into the wild, so to speak. And so mm-hmm. that's just my opinion. The two biggest myths are the starting salary and also the level of knowledge that you're going to leave the bootcamp with how you feel about that
0: yeah i i agree with you hundred percent um and not all boot camps are created equal <laughs> i'm sure right. as you yep, as exactly. you know yep. right um so you know if you're if you're out there you're contemplating uh which boot camp you should go to and you're kind of thinking about okay well i know um i don't really want to go the self-taught route i want to go to a boot camp really really do your research really talk to those uh, who have been through the boot camp get their experience on it Um, because boot camps do cost a good amount of money they don't cost as much as you know college but they do cost a good amount of money and you may be hooked in with oh well you know you don't have to pay us until you get a job and you're going to make this amount of money each year but you know you still have to think about the time that it's going to going to take and if you're actually going to get a job, how much they're actually going to teach you uh, when you when you actually get there, right? So you may be uh, disappointed um, <laughs> with your yeah. salary in your first job if you don't take that into consideration because even though uh, they may help you get a job, right, um, you may not get the salary that they're promised to you right away. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, even myself. Like, I don't. I don't know many who start out with a six-figure salary as a junior, you know, junior person in tech. I don't know many. I'm sure that they're out there. Um, you know, higher standard of living, probably San Francisco. But you kind of need, you know, a hundred grand just to live out there anyway. <laughs> right. So, you know, all things made equal, you know, if you go to some place that has a lower standard of living it's probably about equal, right? So, um, but uh, most places, you're probably not going to, your first job is probably not going to be that hundred K job that you're, that you're eyeing. So um, like you said, those are the, those are the, I think you're spot on with those, those big myths. Um, and, and you got to make sure that you do your research. Um, and also like, once you get into the boot camp, um, you got to make sure that you are keeping up because a lot of boot camps move incredibly quickly. They do give you a basic amount of knowledge, um, but I've talked to folks who have been in a boot camp, and they have a hard time keeping up. Uh, and they have to constantly do work outside of the boot camp um, just to keep up. And if they, if you have anything that happens, let's say that. You need to leave for a week or something like that. You may not be able to make that up because they're moving so fast. They're trying to cram so yeah. much information uh, into boot camp. So just keep that in mind too. Just make sure, however long the boot camp is—it's eight weeks, twelve weeks, whatever it is—you can realistically block out that time and do nothing but that boot camp for that amount of time. Because if you have anything that comes up and you need to take care of any other responsibilities if you miss too much time you might not be able to make it up and then you've kind of wasted your money because there is no there is no do-overs in a boot camp uh you know they'll gladly teach you again uh for some extra money so just just uh keep that in mind um what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah that's is definitely especially while you know thinking back to i had some boot camp training for technical project management and there were students that life life came up for them Mm. and they missed man it would just be a few days maybe a week and they had to leave the program there was some there's a couple of students they they tried their best to make it back up but it was really tough and so that's yeah. one of the points that you just brought out is absolutely it's key in my opinion where if you embark on a boot camp training you need to make sure that you can commit to that condensed amount of time of training and Yes, you have to take everything into consideration. Right, do you have a spouse? Do you have a, what, their job? What are the, your demands of the job? Do you have a family? Do you have children? And Just everything. You have to really consider everything because it, things start out very cheerful, very upbeat, very positive. Welcome to this boot camp. You're about to go through this boot camp and change your life, but then things get when it gets to the granular detail and the once the introductions and the onboarding and orientation is over, things get pretty serious, pretty quick. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. Things get really serious. And I remember the instructors being very strict on attendance and there was, it just really wasn't that much time for individuals that had to miss, um, Especially if it's a virtual class, if you're attending a class or a virtual class, there wasn't much time for individuals that would miss a few hours, or even 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 if they missed a the half day. So mm. yeah, mean you got to really consider that, consider that aspect of it when you embark on boot camp training.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's um you know I'm I'm sure that we both heard um, like you just said stories of those who went through boot camps and. Like you said, they miss a week, or they miss a few days, and they are struggling to make that up. They are struggling to make that up, and they have to drop a program. And they've already spent money, you know, on the boot camp. Right. And you know, it, it is what it is. But in the uh, current state of things, boot camps are for profit. So that's another thing that you got to keep in mind. So they're even though they want to tell you they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart to, uh, you know, <laughs> to get you to the tech, they are doing this to right, get you to right, tech. Right, right. Um, if you miss too much time and you've already paid money, it's not like they're going to refund you that money. Uh, you know, y- you're kind of out some, some money. I've heard some people that have, you know, they've, they've kind of lost, you know, a big portion of the money that they paid um, because they had to drop out. Um, so, just keep that in mind when you're when you're going through uh, a boot camp. So um lastly is college. Um so I haven't I, I didn't go to uh college but you did Karen. So tell me um how your experience was going through college. how did you do it did you like go on campus did you do uh, online how how did, how did that work for you?
1: I did online. It was primarily an online program. And so it was the setup of the online program. And it seems that several or decent amount of colleges, they go about it this way now, where it's one class at a time. It's all year round. Mm. You can take a break if you would like, but it's all year round. One class at a time, each class is five weeks. And so Mm. it's not your traditional, it's not the traditional, um, you know, I have a semester and I'm taking three classes you know okay,
0: okay it's not
1: a traditional setup like that and so it is more along the lines of i have this one class it's going to be five weeks as soon as this five weeks is over i move to the next class and i think they have geared it like that for the working individual and so mm-hmm. you and there's no choosing which class i'm going to take this semester um, there was still situations where i ran into I think just once I ran into a situation. If they don't have a certain amount of people for a class, then I had to move to a next class, another class, or I had maybe a week or two off. But that was just a couple of times. But the experience overall, it was good. You know, the thing that comes along with college is what derails a lot of people is the core classes. You know, once mm-hmm. I got into. I, I switched my majors a couple of times, but once I set on com- computer software technology that the, the classes in my major were fun. And I feel like I did learn. I learned the good all-around picture of software development, but so it goes, the thing about colleges, like I said, You know, I feel like the first year and a half or two core classes, you know, we're talking about your math, your English, your political science. Um, Mm -hmm. There was other classes that um, ethical, it's an ethical class, a lot of um, papers, type and theoretical papers, things such as that. And so that's the one thing to keep in mind. So that's, you know, that I would say a lot of people they probably don't even make it through the core classes because, for one, they're not fun. They're kind of boring. And it can it can get tedious. And so, because you're ready to just learn the classes in your major, you know. Mm-hmm. And so then the next part of it is this. I would say this, that the myth, a big myth about college is, once again, you're going to learn everything you need to know about this subject while you're in college and the myth in regard to in regards to when you graduate, you will find a job in this role. And they almost make it seem like it's guaranteed. So when mm. you, for myself, computer software technology, the, it, Admi- admissions representative told me, or my, my counselor, let me know that you're going to graduate with the credentials to be a programmer, business analyst, um, software architect, software designer, um, product owner, and so I would have to say that I, got a, I received a really good just a good overall picture of what is involved in computer software development, but the hands-on training that you receive at a boot camp, I didn't get that in college. A mm-hmm. lot of it was self-taught, read these chapters in a book, answer these questions on the test. I had a couple of programming classes that did have projects like at one of my classes i was working on front-end work using php and creating a web page with a form it was a it was a very it was very hands-on project but i did not have my instructor our instructor was not teaching us hands-on right there behind our shoulder coaching us as if that's what happens in a boot camp like you said mm-hmm. it's almost literally someone holding your hand and said all right let's walk down this path to success yeah college was more along the lines of here goes your work for the week i'm here if you want to ask me any questions <laughs> and yes. man that's it like i said that's what i got out of college it wasn't the hands-on training part it was just the reading the books getting the big picture part of it but graduate i Know a few people, including myself, you graduate not really feeling confident in going. So, for myself, computer software technology, I didn't feel comfortable or confident applying for a programmer job, especially Mm -hmm. or also a software architect job. You know, in the real world, I found that, especially software architecture those jobs oftentimes go to someone who has been coding and programming for a number of years yeah not to someone who walks straight off of the platform with their degree and apply for that it's that's where you have this disconnect between the college life and the dream and what you're told and what actually happens in the real world and so you know this one just to, some of my experience, you know, I got the big overall picture from college.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. Cause um, I think we've, we've talked about this when you were going through it um, and I was going through the self-taught route uh, beforehand. And I think, um, you know, if, if it's something that you want to do, you're thinking, okay, well, I want to go to college to, you know, get a job. You may not need college to get a job, but if you're looking for the avenues that it opens up because it does open up some avenues maybe a little bit more quicker because I've seen those who get a degree and they can get into a, a job and kind of move up a little bit quicker. but it it is kind of changing now. The landscape is is has changed um, in the year since where you could be self-taught, you can go to boot camp, you could get in and as long as you put in the work, um you know you can move up to to mid level senior architect there's uh a couple um staff engineers at my job who they never went to college right they just went to a boot camp they did the self mm-hmm. they did the self taught route so it just kind of depends on kind of uh what you want to do I think you know to kind of sum up kind of how to get into tech right um is it depends, (laughs) yeah, It depends, depends. so um, it, you know, I I think, and you you let me know your thoughts on this too, Karen. but I think, um, you know, if you're looking to get into tech, you're looking to, um, you know, break in and make your mark and make uh, tech a career for you, right? Uh, Then you gotta think about how much time you want to invest um, how quickly you want to get there, what you want to do, right? I think if you kind of think about those three things, um, time, <laughs> what you want to do, uh, and which, which avenue you kind of want to go, you can kind of figure out the things you want to do. So give you an example. If you say, well, I need to be a software developer in six months, uh, college is not going to get you there.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. It's not exactly. gonna get you there, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, uh that's not gonna get you there. But a boot camp or self-taught may get you there, right? If you can devote the time, uh the quick time, right, um to do it, they can get you there. So you kind of think about time being expanded and time being contracted. So you go to college, that's time over a long period, boot camp and sometimes self-taught be time over a short period short period so um kind of think about it as you're going through what are your thoughts uh karen's on that
1: yeah you, you know this something that i meant to mention i is yes. think about how when you want to get there and also you have to just consider how you want to get there you know um there are individuals who they just they may feel that boot camp training is all they need, but you may have individuals that in the pit of their heart, they may feel that they really want and need a college education. So not only thinking about the job that you want to do, but also how you want to get there, really think about that before you embark on it. And then the self-taught piece, Once I will just reiterate the self-taught piece is important because even with the boot camp, so the idea is... And it may almost be a myth, but the idea is well, no matter what industry you're in, if you want to become a web developer, this boot camp will teach you to be a web developer. So you may have a cosmetologist and you may have this individual that says, I'm really tired of doing hair. I want to get into technology. Mm-hmm. And so the boot camp is saying, hey, it doesn't matter. You've been doing hair for 15 years. We're going to teach you how to be a web developer, and so one of the parts of that is just teaching individuals the basics of computers. Period, and mm-hmm. information technology. I will have to say, for the bootcamp that I went to, I won't mention their name, but the bootcamp that I attended, they had a week of training when it was it was the basics of computers, the basics of networking and it was a week where a lot of my classmates were really frustrated if it were not for just all my years of tinkering with computers and then self teaching myself things I would have been really frustrated but I understood a lot of the basics already so you know it's just you know I just I'm not to get sidetracked off of the question but I think the self-taught part should be included no matter what route you take mm-hmm. but yeah you hit the nail on the head it's d- make a decision and that's not bad to think that to for someone to say I want to become a developer but I want to do it in six months mm-hmm. it's, it's good to be detailed like that or you say if you think to yourself I want to be a developer but I want to go about this I want to get a a a broader education in this topic, then it may not be a bad idea to look at the college route. And so, yeah, that's that's a really important point. You know, how fast do you want to get here? How fast do you need to get to this point? Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, set your expectations up well because, hey, as you are about to bring up, you know, there's, um, <laughs> there's the education part and there's the good old-fashioned finding the job part
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is true that's true um and i think uh in our, in our next episode we'll talk about um the things to find a job how to actually find a job once you get to that that uh that knowledge level and we'll also talk about um how do you know that you're comfortable enough to find a job because that's yeah, that's another that's, thing too yeah, i think that's a, great point. That's a big thing so uh, we'll talk about that in our next episode. How, how do you know that you're ready to find a job? How to search for your job? How to craft your resume? And the big thing, the types of interviews that you'll encounter as a software engineer. So we'll talk about that on our next episode. But for listening to the Work for Games Dev and Tech podcast, we will see you next week.
1: All right. See you, everyone.